0: Get ready for the Show Around the Whiskey No Chaser Podcast. Yo, you already know this sponsor. Been with us for a minute. Your personal munch, your personal You can hit them on Instagram at MunchiesYPDS. At Munchies YPDS. Uh, you could also call them at 855 363 4726 This is for the Hudson County area. You know, Jersey City, Union City, West New York, North Bergen, Guttenberg, right? That's, I think that's it. That's pretty much, right? Weehawken, where I live. Weehawken, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's for this area. Um, He can't get outside of this area because this is the area he's at right now. This guy started this, all this food delivery, all this delivery stuff, this company started it. And it's messed up that they are not getting the millions yet, but they're getting the, br- the bread and they're getting you what you need at your house, yourpersonalmunch.com, yourpersonalmunch.com. Hit them up. Oh, and also don't get it twisted, man. These people have um, the most exclusive places. Um, th- They have three places in Jersey City that they run for that is cooking. And right now, you know, especially in the summertime, people can't get enough of these three places uh, the one place, the first place is El Sabroso, where you get all the Latino food, all the the arroz con habichuela all the uh, freaking empanadas that you can delightfully uh uh indulge with. You know what I'm saying? You could get all that there. Um, uh, we got White Man with the little cheeseburgers. You know what I'm saying? And the and the fries and all the delicious uh uh you know uh type of uh, uh you know burgery stuff that they make over there. And we got the official spot, Ringside Drinks. Ah, my dude, man, that place right there has the most delicious Portuguese food. And not only that, just everything is delicious. They also sell um, buckets to go and you can have those delivered. Buckets to go delivered to your crib. You want a long Island iced tea? It's yours. What you want? You want a Mai Tai? Got it. Pina colada? Done. It's not a problem. Munchies got you, man. Yourpersonalmunch.com. Hit them up. Yourpersonalmunch.com. 855-363-4726. Also hit them on Instagram. At Munchies, Y-P-D-S. Hit them. They're the best. Let's get it. All right, yo. I got a new official sponsor. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? We we went from having none to having two, and that's dope. But this is the new one, man. I got the homie uh, Zion. He uh, has a company. It's like a clothing company, but he has the illest bag for any graffiti artist that is really trying to get out there and you know just walk discreet with it, and also carry your shit and carry enough, have enough cans, have enough caps, have enough markers. Uh, this is the official NYC tote bag, a.k.a. the Gore-Tex tote bag. And, um, bro, this shit's official, man. This shit, look, Gore-Tex fucking uh, literally, uh, it's, you could throw this shit over a fence, uh, uh, you know, with all your cans in it, climb on over, go do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Now that I'm saying you should be doing that, you know what I'm saying? But it's if you're going to do that, this is the bag for it. And the reason we call it the NYC, the official NYC tote bag, is because on the inside, look how fly this shit is, man! It's got a dope ass pocket on the inside. Look at this motherfucker right here, dope ass pocket on the, on the inside. Um, you know, this is uh, you know, I'm showing it to the listeners that are watching on, on, on YouTube, and uh, you know, I'm also explaining it for the people that are listening. You know, it's got a dope ass ba- uh, you know, pocket. You can fit like mad stuff in here. You know, it even comes with dope. Um, yeah, man, this this bag has it all for you, man. You uh, put you put your caps in there. Put a sandwich in there, man. You get hungry, you know what I'm saying? You got your sandwich in there. You got a little water. You good, you know what I'm saying? Get to, get to work. Get to work. You, you, you could be you could hit, a, hit hit that freight line all night. You good. You got everything. And you got enough space, man. Look at this thing. Um, you know, this bag is so big, man. It's ridiculous. You know, it's big enough. It's so it's big enough to fit so much stuff but small enough that you don't look crazy walking around with a big ass book bag. This thing right here can fit about uh between 15 to 20 cans if you leave it open. Uh 15 closed. 20, man, if you fucking want to leave it open in your wallet, maybe you're doing a legal spot. You might want to fucking keep it, keep it open. But uh, yeah, man, official, this bag is great. And um, I don't see any reason why not. And if you want to go grocery shopping, go for it. I mean, at the end of the day, let's be real, man. This beautiful black Gore-Tex bag compared to, uh let's say, a Whole Foods bag that you're walking around with looking crazy, you guys. At three in the morning, Nobody shopping at Whole Foods, guys. You look nuts. You look like you're doing something. You got this bag. You look like you're coming back from work. You're on your way to work, man. Get yourself an official bag, man. This thing is 50 bucks, and it's well, well worth it. It is handmade in Brooklyn. Handmade by Zion, the owner of the company. Wonderful cat. Thank you for reaching out. This is a great sponsor. This is a great product, man. You niggas go get this shit, man. Um, Let me t- tell you where to get it. This is... um. The website, the website is sundaysbest.us. You can hit the man up on Instagram at Zion from Brooklyn. Very easy, man. 50 bucks. You know what I'm saying? He, uh, if you're in NYC, he will meet you in NYC. Look how dope this cat is. He will meet you in NYC. And if you're in California or in Canada or in anywhere else, man, you can freaking order this shit and he will ship it out to you, man. It's official, man. Hey, yo, man. Check out, man. my guy at, um, at Zion from Brooklyn. And also go to his website, sundaysbest.us. You can go to the uh, link in the bio and the uh, And, yo, he also has other stuff. He has clothing. He has other stuff on there. But the official, official thing that's sponsoring the show today is this Gore-Tex bag, man. This shit is fire. Go get it. Yo, this Whiskey No Chaser podcast, the illest podcast on the planet. Today, I got a very special guest, man. I got Gabe Baez, uh, comic book fucking warrior. I almost fucked up his name, but I didn't. <laughs> comic book fucking warrior. It's a big deal. What's good, bro? I'm good, man. How you doing, bro? I'm good. It's uh, it's been a minute, and uh,
1: since we spoke, I ran into you. I was wearing a uh, a shirt. Yeah, you had a uh, Doctor Doom on your shirt, and I was like, this guy's got a nice shirt. I, cause I'm a huge, as the name said, comic book warrior. I love everything comic books, and so when I saw you with that shirt, I'm like. He's got the dopest shirt, like uh, everybody in that group. <laughs> That's dope, man. And, and you was like, hey,
0: nice shirt. And then I was like, "Ah, right, this, guy's, this guy's ripped. This guy's doing something. What the, I was like, what the fuck do you do? I, I remember I asked you something. I remember, I think it was that. I was like, what do you do? You do something. Or you had a wrestling shirt, whatever it was. I think I was uh, wearing
1: my tank top. Yeah, I was wearing my tank top because I was heading to the gym, and I said, "Night, uh, night shirt." And you go, "What do you do?" Because you saw my face on the shirt, and I go, "Oh well, I'm a, go. A pro wrestler." Yeah, exactly.
0: So I was like, "I was like, oh shit, yo, I got fuck a fucking show, man. You should, <laughs> you should come talk shit with me for a little bit." And you were like, "I like podcasts." Yeah, I'm down. And yeah, man. here we are today, even though you know it's been a little bit of a delay. You know, I I had I, I was backed up and booked. And then on top of that, um, I had just so everybody knows that this is the first episode coming back after the basement got flooded and we're here. And I got this special guest that I've been wanting to have on. I see him around and I'm like, fuck, I, I, I felt like an asshole. Cause I invited <laughs> you on and I'm like, I'm like filming and filming and filming and I never really got you on. And then on top of that, I had another restaurant, yes. which my boy, uh, you know, Freck, Freck Sinatra, shout out to Freck Sinatra, bought him on, um, El, El Oso
1: Cubano. Do you happen to know him? I know him uh, very well. Me and him actually met at a comic shop. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not, not even joking, bro. Me just out of nowhere. just, just had There it was where? nothing wrestling happening. Nothing wrestling happening. Me and him were just like, uh, we were both on opposite sides of the store. It was yeah. the A&S uh, comic shop. You know what one I'm talking about? Mm. Uh, in uh, Richfield? Uh, no. Not, not in Richfield. I forgot how, uh, I, I forgot where, uh, what part it's at, but like, he, I hear him talking about like, uh ring crew and all that and I asked him, Hey, are you a wrestler? And he goes, Yeah. And he go and he went by the Metal monster at the time. Yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. And I said, Oh, I'm actually this is like when I first started. I said, I'm actually training to be a pro wrestler. And me and him kept talking for like hours and like and then I met, I bumped into him again at a wrestling show at uh and like I was like, You probably don't remember me. He goes, Are you kidding me? I remember you, dude. We've at dude. AS. Cool ass dude, man. Man. I was like, I was so, I was grateful that you remember me. And when he saw what I was doing, he said like, bro, you got some stuff going your way. And that like, that's yeah. really warmed my heart. Yeah, dog. I, I was uh, going through you. Well, I, I, every
0: time, you know, I started following you at that time and I saw, I've been watching what you're doing and you're doing things and you're, you're working, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, 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 stuff. So that's dope to, to see that you're following your dreams. You know what I'm saying? You're a young man. And like I was telling you earlier, all yeah. right. <laughs> so this guy, I, I would go to work at the morning, or actually no, I'm like I would be coming to home from work because I was working um the night shift at that time, and there'd be a bunch of high school kids in front of my crib waiting for the like local bus to take them to school, and I'd be like, yo, this little niggas brawling it out. <laughs> I just would just be like, yo, this kid could finally bench the whole school. and He looks like a good kid. Now like you like, what did you do at high school, dog? I sports?
1: Uh I didn't do any sports in high school, no. No, you're fucking lying. I'm not lying, no You're bigger thing. than the fucking linebackers in, in, uh, in school, I, And I weighed like two uh two ten at the time. Yeah, nigga, I, you were big, man. <laughs> and I didn't do any of the sports or anything. I was the I was the shy kid. Like that's what I'm talking about. I would see this fucking kid
0: frolic just standing there waiting for the bus. And I'm like, yo, he never has a jersey on. He doesn't, I, I feel like he maybe doesn't even play any sports. And I was like, the only thing I would think of is maybe he's, he's a wrestler in the school. Cause you know, wrestling, yeah. you know, is, is a big deal. Did you do wrestling in high school at East? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what the hell? Sorry. So, right, so the, let's go, man. where did this journey start, bro? So I've been doing this for five years. Uh, okay. since I was 15 years old. Okay. So this is what you was dedicated to in high school. Already. Yeah. I was dedicated to it in high school already and I went to one school uh it was called IWF and then like after like a few sessions they shut down and then I went to Damien Adams who is one of the best trainers I've had Don't get me wrong like the the place I was at prior I met amazing people um I met- I, I think uh this guy actually brought that place up um Alonso brought yeah, it up yeah. I think also but uh go ahead I'm sorry yeah, and I met amazing people uh, like uh, my late best friend Michael Camet. Uh I'm not gonna mention my uh, this guy's name because me and him we have a uh, we, we're having we like have some a rivalry t- right now. We're having some ten. Me and Justin Adams, we have some. Ten- ah, you just mentioned his name, man. Hey, should I blur it? Should I beep? No, I'm not. I'm not gonna beep. It. But like me and him, we got some stuff going on, and like right now, like me and him, I. Really just don't want to talk about Justin Adams. So just head, forewarning, if you bring him up, I'm going to be mad. All right.
0: I, I was I was about to, like, really, because I, I would like to kind of not, you brought him up. All you, right, fine, fine, fine. you got to tell us a little bit of the, the tension and what's going on and what you want to do to him. Because I know, sir, that uh,
1: this wrestling shit is serious. So, all right. Oh. You want a little uh, backstory? So what yeah, happened please. was, I, w- I won uh, something called the Cammy Cup, which was in tribute to my late friend, Michael Campbell. And I got to say, that was one of the best feelings of my life. Yeah. And me and Justin, we both knew Mike. We both had uh, love for each other. He was one of the few that guided me to be the person I am, to be the role model, to be the, to be the hero, I guess. I don't like calling myself the hero, but people see me as a real life superhero. And Bro. I don't know what happened when we went our separate ways, but Justin, he became arrogant. He became greedy and he thought that everything was owed to him. And... Mm. So one day, like uh, there was a fatal four way to crown the first ever American champion at sport. And I decided to sit ringside because I had the contract. I could use that any time. Hell, I could have made that a fatal five way. But I decided to sit back and watch. And Justin, I thought I was gonna get a warm welcome from him. But what does he do? He takes the contract, takes it to the center of the ring and stomps on it and kicks it towards me. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's just like, he's in a bad mood today. But then at the end of the match, he was going to hit the champ in the head. So I had no choice but to spear him. And then I go backstage. He cheap shots me. He said, no choice but to spear him. Because here's yeah, the fight. He's going to ruin a champion's moment. The guy, Abed you That's your stand-up guy. I like, the, I like where this is going. Go ahead, sir. Abed Aronis, he won that. He won that spot. And he earned yeah. being the American champion. And so seeing Justin throw away everything that I thought he stood for. It broke my heart to spear him, but I had no choice. And then he cheap shots me from behind, claiming that the title is his. And so I talked to Vic Vaughn, the CEO of Spartan Championship Wrestling, to make the match between me and Justin. And Justin, he was trying to run away. Oh, he's trying to duck. He was trying to duck because there was a match prior where there were a few uh, pieces of wood in the ring and he was afraid of getting a splinter. That was his excuse. But what I did was, is I grabbed him and I dragged him back in the ring. And then he cheap shots me again, and then he rolls out, and what does he do? He disrespects the contract and the trophy that I won. He tears up the contract Damn. right in front of my face and throws it at me, and I was livid. I started chasing him, I was, and I was beating the living life out of him. But Justin, he doesn't have the balls to do things right. So what does he do? He puts his feet on the ropes just so he can get the win. Justin
0: seems to be a little bit of a piece of shit. Let's be real. I'm so sorry, respectfully. Justin, I don't know you, man, but you,
1: you, you kind of seem like a little bit of an asshole. And that's why, like, I've, I'm going to tell you this right now. Vic Vaughn, I know you're going to be watching this. October 31st at cardiac arrest. Make the match official. I want to face Justin Adams just so I could prove that he is not the man he claims to be. And I know you're going to send me another contract because I won it fair and square. But, hell, I'll even put that on the line if Justin wants to. On the line? You should you one, dog. I don't care. He wants to be the man. He's got to beat
0: me. So you're willing to fucking do some shit like that? Just put all, everything
1: on the line? With Justin? With Justin, I don't care. No matter who's in the ring for me. No matter how big or how small. And I got to say, jo- uh, Justin's a little scrawnier than me. Uh, Uh-oh, Justin. <laughs> the, hey. The, res- the disrespect.
0: I don't think he respects you much, Justin. And you're watching this. I
1: hey, he lost my respect. He lost my respect. That's something that I don't take lightly. You're a stand up guy. and You don't want to deal with fucking uh, guys. I don't deal with liars. I don't deal with cheaters. Respect. And to see Justin do those things, that just t- pisses me off. That throws away everything I stand for. So, in order, to, uh, and to make an enemy out of me, that's probably one of the biggest mistakes he's done. You know what? I'm going to be real with you. Have you seen, <laughs> have you seen on
0: Amazon? Oh, fuck. What's the name of the show? Uh, with the heroes, but it's not superheroes. Uh. Oh, the boys. The boys. I fucking love that child dog. Dude, I have the comic books. I didn't even know there was comic books. It's actually comic books. Look at that. Yo, but, yo, I love how it made, how they really took superheroes and made them into what it really is. If they had the powers, bro, they would, they would just take over us. We wouldn't be lined up as, as fucking, I don't know, diamond min- miners or something yeah. like that. Like they would. If there was a superhero with that type of power that could do whatever he wants and run through us, yeah, you can't even—he could—you you can't even hide from the guy. There's nothing you could
1: do. He's gonna kill you. He's gonna find you. Yeah, like, over. Like Black- you kind of give that energy right now. Hey, when something when I have a mindset for something, it's not gonna stop me. And right now, my goal is to rip Justin Adams' head off. Yeah, I think Justin has a, a problem coming up. Hey, he started something that he probably won't finish. Damn, Just. Damn. Simple as that. And, um, you know, w- all right, so you still don't have the match. We still, I got, I'm telling you right now, Vic Vaughn, I know you're going to be watching this because I'm going to send this to you. I'm going to say there's a little personal message for you. I have your number. You have mine. And I've sent you text after text after text. And you've left me on red. Now, I know that you want to be the SCW champion, but right now you have a business to run. And right now, if you want some you're best to get their uh, beef out of the way for business. Make the match a cardiac arrest. Now, I don't care what you have to do to make the match official. Just make it happen. Cardiac arrest. That's the name of the event. All
0: right. All right. No, because I was like cardiac arrest. This sounds uh, serious. Like somebody's, there's going to, there, there, there sounds like there might be a, some, some type of bloody situations happening. I only type can tell now
1: <laughs>
0: word now. Yo, let me ask you, man, how, how did you get into this, bro? Like what, what started this? I mean, what the hell? So
1: I, this like, is not an easy lifestyle. That's why I asked. So what really got me hooked with wrestling was my grandfather. He wasn't a wrestler, but he was the biggest wrestling fan in the household. And, uh, when I was trying to pick what career I wanted to do with my life. I didn't see myself doing an office job. I didn't see myself uh, following orders from anybody. I wanted to follow my own path. And when I saw pro wrestling on, when I saw that on TV, I was like, this is something I want to do with my life. Cause I looked up to those guys. So you started watching this from as far as you can remember? I started watching the, yeah, as far as I can remember. Uh, and my grandfather, like me and him were like uh, the two watching it all the time. I swear to you, I think my mom has like, photos of being him, uh, sitting down, eating Popeye's chicken, watching pay-per-views. and like that's dope. That's dope. And he's, uh, and he was one of the main reasons, like why I pushed myself even more in the ring. And to be honest, I'm grateful that he helped. Uh, he was one of the few that led me to this path. I, yeah. whenever people ask me what started you to go at wrestling, I always say my grandfather, cause he, uh, it was a family joke. Every time I talked about wrestling, they would all look at my grandfather saying, you see the mosque you made? <laughs> That's dope, though. Yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? It's dope to have somebody that that, that fucks
0: where you, where, where you fuck with, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, um, you know, like, I have a son, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's 17, but he lives with his mother. He grew up uh, South okay. Jersey. He didn't grow up around me, but he grew up around me, of course. He yeah. was I mean, I was in his life all the time. I Facetime and talked to him. Pardon me excuse me every day i'm in his life i support my child child it's more of having a child in your house and doing what you do and just the mannerisms like things like that and now i have two daughters that live in my house and the youngest one (laughs) is 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 me i call her my twin and and i'm like all the shit that i like i'm like okay so i like to mountain bike you know urban mountain bike if you will um I'm pretty sure she's gonna be doing that i like to rollerblade blade and she like skate or whatever hit some fucking ledges and you know I, i'm not doing no crazy shit but there's a hit the skate park yeah i'm sure when she's old enough she's gonna want to come and do that with me because she's kind of trend. but it's uh, my, my point is saying that it's dope to have that and i'm sure your grandfather felt that energy or feels that energy i don't know if he's uh, ever
1: he sadly passed away in Sorry uh, about tw- that, yeah. uh, 2019 sounded it sounded like he did That's yeah fine. uh right but like yeah like whenever um and I will mention this, uh, like that was like one of the like most like hard moments of my life, uh, because I had a show two uh, two weeks before, uh, two weeks like, uh, after he passed away. And I didn't go to wrestling training. I didn't do any of that. And then I get a call from my trainer saying, Hey, you got to come mm-hmm. in. You get, uh, I know you're going through stuff, but you gotta, you, he wouldn't want you like that. And- he would. And my, and a lot of my wrestling buddies, uh, that I call my family, they, they had my back and, uh, and they were there for me and my, and on that show, my whole family came because they knew that I wasn't in the right mindset and my grandmother who hates wrestling, I will say this right now. She hates (laughs) wrestling was sitting in the crowd and I will, and I kid you not, that was probably one of the most heartfelt moments of my life. And then when I went backstage, I started like crying because He wanted to come to the show because, uh, Darren Young or, uh, Fred Rosser, who he's go by these days, uh, was going to be, uh, was wrestling at the show and he was a huge fan of him. And like, and to be, uh, and to see my whole family show support and like to have my family there, it truly like warmed my heart. But it was also like one of the most, this is, uh, that was the very first emotional match in my entire career. And I know there's going to be more along the way, but, uh, it's one of the many bumps in the road that I have to deal with. Yeah, you're going to. You're going to. Everything is like that, man. And and
0: and to, to have lost him two weeks before that match when he really wanted to be there, I know that sucks. And I'm sure that, you know, man, I'm here, man. I don't know shit about fucking spiritual sh- life. Or like yeah. oh, what happens to us when we die. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I know the Bible says, you know, you know, certain people on the Bible. All right, well, the Bible says, you know, as I grew up learning that, you know, you die, and then you you wait to be resurrected after Jesus comes, after the Armageddon and all that, yeah. and all that stuff, right? Because you know, I grew up. My parents, my, well, not my parents. My father's not, but my mom is Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. So I grew up, and that's how I learned. So you know, what I've learned is that when you die, yeah, you are at least get to come back. Yeah, you've paid for all your sins, whatever it is, and you get to come back and stuff like that. So. Just know that. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? that. But they also have the other side of it. That It's like, oh, he's watching over us. And, and he maybe was there and saw. If he was in purgatory, maybe he didn't see. Hopefully, he was yeah. in purgatory around that time and he saw it. Yeah, That's what
1: and, I'm saying. Yeah, and uh we always joke about this. In our dining room, we have a light that just turns on and off out of nowhere. We joke around saying that he's there, like, just messing around with us. We go, Joe. Joe's messing around with us again. <laughs> and, like, whenever. Hey, there goes Joe again. <laughs> that we do that all the time like, and uh that's dope and we always call, uh called uh pop grumpy because he looked like uh one, the seven one of the seven doors grumpy ah that's and funny he had the grumpy shirt and everything that's those moment that's fucking dope man
0: damn man it's do- listen man it's dope to be old and yeah. have family that loves you yeah you know what i'm saying yeah um there's a lot i've seen a lot of old people around that are alone i live with one That lives upstairs and he's alone. I don't know of anybody. I I got love for the guy. I'm cool with him. But at the end of the day, he's not my family. So, you know, the love that I can have for him or not, it's not going to be what family has. You feel me? So, um, just to be able to be an old person, you know what I'm saying? And have people that fuck with you enough to buy you a grumpy shirt. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? He lived good, man. he he, Apparently he had people that loved him that love him still yeah. and, and shit and, and, um, God bless that man, yo yeah. word is
1: born, man. God bless your grandpa, man. He set you up. Yeah, he did. He, uh, he set me on my journey and, yeah. uh, anyway, back to the whole story. So yeah, go for it. So when I wanted to start wrestling, I was searching up wrestling schools and the only one that was like in close proximity to me at the time was IWF. Cause keep in mind, I don't, uh, I, don't, I didn't have a license at the time. Hell, I didn't even have a permit. True. I still don't have that now, but <laughs> Oh, sir, you need to start getting that I know, I know, yes. I, know. I have a have an appointment I
0: adult. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead
1: um, But, and I And my mom I had to nag it My mom like saying Hey, can we go? Can we go? Can we go here? Can we go here? And, uh, and she was getting I was just poking the bear My whole family saw that I was just poking the bear Like trying to get into this wrestling school Yeah And, uh, and she actually uh, Budged and uh, Got me in for a session uh, In January, I believe and then that's when I met Michael Kamet, uh, just my former best friend, Justin Adams. And, uh, and I started training there and I gotta say, like the people I met there, I will always have a special place in my heart. And then sadly, I think it was around March, I believe they started, uh, they shut down Damn, yeah. and then I, and then, uh, was this before pandemic? Uh, this was before pan- a pandemic. This was around 2016. Yeah, yeah, oh shit. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. Five yeah. years And uh then one of my friends, uh Rob Vegas, uh recommended uh Damien Adams. And I hit up Damien like saying, like, hey, uh, can I come in uh just to see how the training is? And he's uh he said yeah, and I came in with my family and I came in fully geared, just in case like I had to get in the ring and do anything. I didn't do anything, I was just like watching. And, uh, fully geared as in what, I'm sorry. What were you wearing, bro? Uh, Break that down for the people's shorts, knee pads, basically anything you need to wear when training for pro wrestling, because one, your knees are going to be put to the test when you're wrestling in that ring. I would imagine so. Yeah. And, uh, and when I loved the school, I, I said, I'm going to come here and where's the school located? Can, uh, can you tell that? Can you disclose that? Is that, um, right? it's located in Wharton. Okay. Okay. And, okay and uh i will say this the training at uh team adams is like one of the most difficult training sessions because we do intense cardio and we do we do rolls as a warm-up and we do a thousand squats what yeah (laughs) yeah we do a thousand squats holy fuck yeah i guess who's the one that counts them now every time i don't know i count them so you have so you have to do every one of them yeah, we have to do every one of them, and we do- How long do
0: you do, like, do you, what breaks do you get in between? No breaks. No, 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 a thousand squats standing right now. Yeah. You're going to do a thousand squats standing, right? And uh, not right now, of course. You'll you stand there and do a thousand squats. Yeah, we have to stand there and do a thousand squats. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Son, that is motherfucker. Just that is, I'm, I'm ready to go home yeah. right after that.
1: Yeah, and the first day I did that, I couldn't walk for three days. Because my legs were so stiff from doing those squats, from doing the rolls, from doing all the drills, and- Oh my God. A thousand, yeah, I'm stuck in a thousand yeah, and squats. We had to, and we had to do Hindu squats. So what we do in Hindu is that like, you have to go down all the way to the ground, and you have to swipe the mat. If you don't swipe the mat, it doesn't count. Oh, what? So a thousand of those? A thousand of those. No, no, hold on. So you
0: swipe the mat. How do you swipe the mat? Yeah, is it okay if I show you real quick? Yeah, please, yo. Yeah, so. You know, I, I mean, hey, sorry for the, the the guys listening, but the YouTubers will see it go.
1: What? Squat. Well.
0: All right, so I'm gonna explain to the people that can't see it, yo. So you pretty much have to go down. Your fingertips have to like pretty much rub the ground. Yeah. So it, it's pretty much showing you that you're going all the way down, all the way down, like a
1: Fuck. like a powerlifter squat. Holy shit! A thousand of those. Yep. Ideal smeal. And your thighs will be intense right after that. And right after the thousand squats, we go right into the drills. So tomorrow my workout's gonna be doing twenty of those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna PI because I get it in, man. I mean, I mean I do my little workouts, but that's not I, I don't work out now that yeah. I thought about it. Just looking at that, I don't
1: work out. Yeah, like no, like, and the next day, like I, I still have to go to the gym. Like we go uh we train from seven at night and sometimes it goes to Ah, uh, ten o'clock to midnight, and oh Wharton's like an hour away. So, so when you I have to drive after that back home, back home, it takes like it depends on traffic. And well, traffic. I, at the end of the day, you're not driving because you don't. Uh, have- I ride with uh, Raymond Shaw, the uh, yeah. genuine article, and uh, we ride back, and we're exhausted. And I have, and I go shower. I get, I put on my PJs, and I wake up at f- uh, four in the morning just so I can go to the gym at five. You got to work. What do you mean? To the gym for what? You just worked out last night, dog. Hey, that was cardio. I got to put in the weights. (laughs) You're not human, son. (laughs) You're not human. (laughs) What the fuck? Hey, now, now you've been doing this a while now, right? I've been doing this for a while now. Like, um, in high school, it was a lot easier for me. I will say that because, uh, the school had a uh, gym. I went in after school, did all the workouts and, uh, And the main thing that was an issue was my diet because before I started wrestling, I would eat nothing but ramen noodles. Oh, yeah. That's not good. That's not not food, sir. Yeah. Literally not food. Yeah. It's it's literally not food. Yeah. (laughs) You you could use that to replace wood. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Word. And so when I changed up my diet, I uh, would start eating whole eggs and then uh, with oatmeal no sugars or anything like that and, no, can't. and my buddy uh bison who lives in florida right now would recommend me drinking black coffee no sugars yeah no, that's the way to do it no sugar yeah. no sugars no creamer no milk nothing and i cut out dairy and i miss dairy sir you don't eat cheese nope
0: god and you're still a nice person
1: <laughs> it's a miracle yeah <laughs> seriously uh, but oh that's good but um and in high school i would actually go to uh it was called acme at the time of uh, lytle or whatever and yeah i would get a whole rotisserie chicken for lunch i would eat the whole rotisserie <laughs> chicken damn that's a lot. That's, that's a family a, meal. That's a family meal. And everybody in the high school would look at me while I eat because the utensils wouldn't cut at some point. So I just had to pick it up and just like eat it like a like a Viking, basically.
0: I Like I told you, this kid was standing here looking like a 25 year old waiting for fucking
1: the plus and i I would wear the captain america under armor shirt and like sweats and and i would just like not talk to anybody i was just like the shy kid everybody would try and talk to me about it and i will say this in high school the main supporter for my wrestling were the teachers and they and that's what's up yeah and one of my teachers would actually play my matches during class and I would just be like hiding in the corner, just like this, just crouching down. Why are you, you going to be shy when you're supposed to be the one?
0: That's me. And I toughed off that. And I And I put him in the power bomb and I put him in the earth slam. All that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're supposed to be, dog.
1: <laughs> but uh, you were not. Huh? I, I was super <laughs> shy because also keep in mind back then, I was believed a lot because I was a little I was chubby, out of shape.
0: When the fuck would you. Hey, bro, I'm telling you, this guy was. I, well, junior year at least brolic nobody was bullying in this guy. i definitely at
1: that time absolutely yeah, not. prior to that i was bullied, yeah. bullied so yeah <laughs> yeah bullied for real yeah i was i was picked on a lot you don't even look like the type of person that would allow that i uh, back then i was shy i didn't know like how, uh, how to communicate with people and, and i actually posted this on my instagram on my first day of going to weehawken because i originally lived in sarah and i was bullied there and when i moved to weehawken i'm like all right fresh start i'll make some new friends i get drop
0: <laughs> who, the fuck drop kick? who the fuck did drop kick saloon nigga who did that who the fuck did that to this man you asshole
1: who did this to this man uh, uh what i i won't say his name because like <laughs> i don't want him to get in trouble the fuck him man How you gonna drop kick this nigga man <laughs> Um, but like <laughs> and then like i started to and that's when like around like sophomore junior year i started training for pro wrestling and uh then like everybody started to realize like he's not the same person anymore he's like you started getting a little more yeah i started to do during gym class i didn't play basketball or volleyball or any of the thing. i would actually be working out like i would be doing calisthenics i would be doing uh headstand push-ups oh Oh, that's not easy at all. That's not. I would really try that, dog. It's not easy. Uh, head stamp. Uh, push ups. I would be do. Uh, I would be running for maybe like twenty minutes. Uh, like I would be doing mainly calisthenic workouts before I could go to the gym. Now, were you? Alright, so at this point, you were a little chubby. You weren't. You weren't. Uh, I was like oh uh, fit. I was not fit. I weighed around like one eighty, and uh, then when I started training for pro wrestling, I cut down to one sixty five. Damn. And then. I started to gain weight, and I started to go to two fifteen. what? Two fifteen.
0: <laughs> and I guess that's when I saw you standing here. Yeah, I yeah, stopped. probably. this this fucking and you you just be there by yourself. The kids would be talking to each other, and you just be there by yourself. Yeah. And I'd be like, the bralette kid is just standing there by himself, and I'm like, ah, right, he's probably retarded. And I- <laughs> I was like, maybe he's retarded because he doesn't talk to anybody, but you're not
1: retarded, apparently. (laughs) Sadly, I just had no friends. (laughs) I I just
0: couldn't figure you out. I used to sit you. I'm like, why is this kid so brolic? And then nobody's talking to him. He's just there. And shit. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. But uh, apparently, I so when did that change did that ever change or did you go out of high school being the kid that nobody that you don't really
1: talk uh like over time like i started talking to more and more people because they realized that like like i'm just like a passionate person i'm like and then uh i had friends in weehawking but they had other groups of friends
0: what made you be like that to be honest like just just let's dive into that for two seconds yeah i got you what what made you actually be that type of person because i'm I'm, I'm um, outgoing. So I've always been kind of outgoing or and whatever and, and shit. But, um, when I would see people like you, I'd want to be friends with you. Yeah. Most people wouldn't even talk to you like that. Like people would be in my class. they would be like, man, fuck that guy. You don't want to, yeah. but I'd be like, I want to know this person. There's this, what, what's going on there. I want to talk to this person. It'd be, it could be a girl or a boy, but I always wanted to meet these people and be like, and know why. And just, or just understand
1: you. Yeah. But what the fuck made you that? Be like that though. Uh so when I started wrestling I I had more uh self confidence as well cuz like you got to realize I was starting to get shredded. I had uh chest threads going. Chest threads is like when your muscle t- uh muscle tissue starting to show whenever you flex. It, right. Damn, side this thing is killing it. That shit is hard to get. Yeah, and uh Oh wait, actually here. Let me I'll show you a quick photo of me in high school. Hold on. <laughs> let's see i'm I'm gonna actually bring it up for the people to see it yeah also awesome. i got
0: i gotta go on my instagram jesus yeah dude do, do your thing do you think no, yeah man a lot of people uh growing
1: up don't have uh uh, uh chest or uh, whatever yeah and like literally like that was like one of the most insane things like i realized like i looked at myself and i realized holy hell i'm no longer the shy chubby kid i'm this Monks, uh, I'm monster. flyer I'm flyer than the 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 top football guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and I and I gotta say, like I was like really. Oh, here it is. There's right there. Look at this guy. This guy had.
0: Fu- this guy. That's high school. That's high school. Hold on. I got. I got to bring it to the camera. There yeah, you go. All right, sorry. Sorry for the the listeners on uh, everywhere else. But this kid was
1: fucking ripped. <laughs> a- and that's all natural, folks. It's all natural, folks. Yeah, so yeah. The, uh, you you working. But yeah, you know what? You got good genetics, I can tell. That that's the funny thing. Everybody that uh saw me at a wrestling show and saw that I was like Jack thought I was on steroids. They legit asked me, Are you are you on the gas? Are you on SARMs? What are you on, bro? Talk about it. Yes. Yeah, I don't take anything, man. I just eat uh I just eat clean. That's it. That's good. That's good. That that that's very good, man. Now now
0: Did that change um, what you were doing with the ladies in high school? Uh, As you know, a lot of us, uh, some of us growing up did not get any pussy growing up in high school.
1: Some of us get a lot of it in high school. I'm just asking. Zero. 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 I didn't talk to any of the girls because uh well one day and you're handsome uh no homo i'm just saying is that <laughs> yeah 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 you know what you, yeah
0: yeah you know what i'm i have no problem turning another the man hey man you have some nigga because at the end of the day i'm had some ass nigga so i i i, I have yeah, problem look looking dude you thank you very much man and uh, shit so i have no problem sending out the same compliment to somebody else i don't feel that it's a gay thing to tell another man. i feel it's a confidence thing i'm confident in myself so i could tell you hey man you handsome ass nigga dog it's just so that's what i'm saying like it's weird that you weren't fucking filling the world at that time especially what were you junior or or senior uh like around junior going uh going into my senior year of high school yeah all right yeah so 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 the ladies were were they hollering at you and you wasn't Reciprocating it, or what? What was going on
1: there? I will say this: I was more focused on wrestling and mm, and getting okay. my diploma. Okay, At, I respect that. Like, kids your education is important. This is a, there's no kids that are gonna watch this. I just, I'm just, 18, I know. I just only adults watch this. I know, uh but like, yeah, I was just more focused on my education and wrestling itself because. To balance that life, it was difficult for me because yeah, I, I, I remember one time uh, I had to, this was like my first match ever. I had to go to Newport, Vermont, which was like on the border of Canada. I know. Holy shit. And I had to send an email to the principal saying, I won't be in, I'm going to be wrestling in Can- uh, on the border of Canada. And I had to send a photo of the poster I was on. And... And the principal pulled me to the side one, uh, like the two days before I left saying, is this for real? And I go, yeah, no, yeah, I'm gonna go wrestle. Dog. I'm gonna go wrestle. And somehow word got out that I, uh, I had to do a wrestling show. So my Mar world, teacher, James Pena Pinto, uh, coach B as we called him, uh, showed the poster of me where, uh, like in my gear shirtless, keep in mind. And I will say this: this <laughs> there was a girl that I had a little crush on, sit, sitting right next to me. And when he <laughs> showed that photo, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I was just like blushing and just like just trying to like turn away, like, ah, oh, damn it! It was like one of those like awkward moments. Yeah, like, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, uh oh what do I do now? Do I like say like yeah, that's me or like do, do I do like a just like Yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah, motherfucker <laughs> There's a s excuse for the cursing in school, but I had to yeah, motherfucker. Look at me on that also,
1: man. <laughs> but yeah, like um that was like one of the most difficult things for me balancing and still uh, difficult for me to uh because 'cause I'm in uh college and uh and it's hard for me to balance wrestling in school because it takes away my wrestling training, but also I have to focus on getting my degree. All right. So let me ask you something as a wrestler, you know, what are you,
0: cause you know, I, I, as I could tell, you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. What are you planning on doing? What, what's your degree going to be? Uh, my- How are you going to get money while you're trying to set up your dream? I want to be a personal trainer okay so college you didn't need that sir i
1: i know i just want uh just wasting a lot of money no no, the only reason why i went to college is because i want to learn more about the human body okay uh the only way like and i want you what are you minoring? uh uh exercise science okay why didn't you minor in business because
0: you're gonna have a business
1: uh because like my uh my sister she uh she knows more about business and she's actually taught me a lot about business. ah so you you have somebody that could put you on exactly perfect that's and best. um nice. And I want to learn more about the human body and everybody says I didn't have to go to college to learn to become a personal trainer but in my opinion I felt like it was the best way to do it cuz to understand the protocols better to un- to understand uh like how like different uh different situations like how to train someone pregnant how to train someone You doing, you're doing it right bro. I I really think cuz it's true.
0: <clears throat> um uh, I it's cool you can learn um how to how to Train somebody, right? Yeah, you can learn how to train somebody, but if you don't understand what the body mechanics are, mm-hmm. you're really not gonna be able to break down and understand how to how to fix somebody. Okay? What if whatever if there's somebody with a shoulder injury? Yeah, but he still wants to work out. What would you do there if you didn't know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like got- like me. I have a shoulder injury right now. I can't lift weights like I I was lifting. Like I was I was on my way to lifting three hundred <laughs> pounds, benching three hundred pounds. Like my goal was to just. Bench 300 pounds regularly. Yeah. And now I can't do it because my shoulder's fucked up. So a person like me, I'm like, now I really can't lift like that. Exactly. I'm hurting like a motherfucker. Like I'm fucking, I'm carrying, right now I'm benching 40 pound weights when I was like benching 265, chilling. Now I'm benching 40 pound weights and in pain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not fun. Yeah. Like, uh, like that's, we need people to train us.
1: Yeah. Teach us how to, yeah, how to that, deal with that. That's why, like, I wanna, i t- uh, wanted to do that because everybody's body is different like no matter how people like think like oh it's just my uh, genetics and all that there's always a reason behind everybody's body's different yes yes but there's always a way to get to the shape that you want and people think like oh i just want to lose fat that's not a goal like what do you like how do you want to benefit yourself do you want to be uh stronger do you want to be a uh, leaner do you want to build more muscle mass do you want to? uh anything that you can do to help to take your uh, physical like appearance or change your uh, fitness level at any point. Yeah. You got to have a certain routine. Like for me, like I wake up at uh, four in the morning, I go to the gym at five and I do the workouts to target certain areas. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, was it yesterday? No, it was Monday. Monday I hit chest. I hit chest. I did, uh, I did incline, uh, bench press. I did, uh, dumbbell bench press because i don't like doing it flat i like i like dumbbells better than yeah dumbbells is way better dumbbell. because you get more uh like a movement and it helps the chest like spread out more dumbbells have been my best result exactly and um and then for lower i do dips dips so have
0: have saved my life exactly dips i right, i'm sorry to cut you off about no this problem. i just want you to understand how much i love dips yeah i have a dip rack over here um it, which I can't do dips right now because yeah. my shoulders fucked up, and it really, yo, bro, it depresses me. It makes me very sad because dips were my like main thing that I did every day, no matter what. Yeah, and I can't do dips now. I can't do. I can probably do five dips, and it hurts the whole time. Yeah. She, I'm bitching right now. Yes, I'm bitching. All right, but <laughs> but yeah, fucking um, damn it. Oh, so dips. Yeah, the reason I say dips saved my life. Dips took me out of depression. Took me out of my life, like you know, cause I I got. I I uh hurt my back. Yeah. I I wound up uh getting two herniated discs, and I was in motherfucking pain, dog, just all the time, man. I couldn't even carry my kids, man. This was a bad time for me. Nine months of fucking pain. Well, the last month of the nine months were me recovering, but the the first yo, it was just pain, 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 pain at all times. So imagine how much of an asshole I was, because when you're in pain, you're you're not, you didn't even know how to be nice. You're yeah. just in pain, bro. She so was like fuck you everybody yeah. you're not you, you're an asshole. i was an asshole for nine months yeah Not that i'm not an asshole now but i was a, more of an asshole and shit and yo my wife was like yo um do something that's gonna help you know push the juices in because we were watching videos yeah. and when it comes to her needed discs in your back it's because they're like jelly donuts and it got pushed out the jelly got pushed out it's touching a nerve and your nerve is been pain because it's touching the nerve. All you gotta do is work. if people forget to, or people don't understand. They, they let their doctors yeah. push them into injections and into surgery before they decide to try to work it out. It hurts yeah. to work it out like a motherfucker, but you need to find a way to do it. So you do it slowly, slowly, slowly. So I, um, started doing dips for some reason. I remembered that dips, you fucking have to like pretty much, you know, scorpion up and yeah. dip up. so i was like you're pushing the juices doing that bro i started doing dips. i could barely do five at that time barely do five i went from doing five to i needed weights to fucking to i need weights to
1: fuck yeah you know I, like and stuff like that like pull-ups too like uh i, I got the do pull-ups for shit five you got i'll get five you'll get five off of me right now uh, Easy Money, like and I, it was becoming easier for me in, in yeah. high school so what i did was there was a weight belt and there was like two loops, and so and I had a chain for a neck harness. A neck harness, this is, guy, go! I uh, so yeah, aggressive, yeah, yeah. so aggressive. And I took two forty-five pound plates, and I started doing pull-ups with it. And everybody pull-ups, pull-ups, yeah, bro. I told you pull-ups are not easy. Pull-ups are not easy, uh, and like everybody would. I well, how'd you, how do
0: how, how how before we go into that? Because I'm sorry, this is what I do on the show. I cut people off. No and problem. Going to where I'm interested in real quick. Ooh pull-ups was it something that when you first started you can do yeah or all oh, right you see you lucky bastard it's something <laughs> that is, is so difficult for me dips um were difficult for me in the beginning but my boy nick shout out to nick he held my legs up and he like pretty much helped me and shit but pull-ups for some reason and especially now with my shoulder
1: i'm not doing any i, I of yeah like and then when i did the 245 pound plates my buddy jesus uh, my buddy Brian, he wanted to record me and I was tired. After that, I said, I'm going to do one plate. That changed it to one plate and I wrote, and he recorded me doing it and I posted it on my Instagram and one of my buddies, he thought, it was, uh, he thought I could do more weight because he knows, like, I'm crazy in the gym and I go, yeah, I did with two earlier but then I dropped it back because I was tired. Ah. <laughs> and that's not easy. It's you not you easy. just, you added uh 90
0: pounds to your weight which you probably weighed, what, at that time, like 180, 190? Uh, like, I weighed around like 185, yeah. Yeah, so you just fucking went to fucking one, uh, 275, two, you know what I'm saying, type yeah. status. That's a lot of weight, bro. That's, you know what I'm saying? That you got somebody you got to handle, do, do what you got to do. Who's man. FaceTiming me? Hello? Who's FaceTiming during our uh, show? I'm in a podcast right now. I'll, I'll call you back.
1: I don't know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> this guy gets random FaceTimes. That was the weirdest thing that just happened. I just had like a random FaceTime. I hate to do that too. Sorry, my bad. Nah, nah, Don't worry about it. Listen, man, my show's not. It's 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 professional, but
0: it's not so professional that that if we're on air, that if you got a phone call that you need to answer, I won't. Yeah, and um, but like, yeah, like uh, how do we get into me doing pull-ups? No, we got into you doing pull-ups because we were talking about um, you know, you in high school, and we was talking about how you know I was like, hey, man, did you start getting bitches and no,
1: all of a sudden all that shit? I didn't have a serious girlfriend till. Like last year, I didn't have any, uh, serious relationships until last year. I married my
0: serious girlfriend. I have a baby moms yeah. that we were never serious. And then I have my wife that was my girlfriend yeah. and then became my wife now. And it's just, so I, I, I was, I personally, you know, was a late bloomer. I, I didn't get, you know, I got girls always, but I was, I, I was afraid of girls. I I, right. I am older. Right. I get older. I, I look back and I'm like, look at this little bitch. You scared of girls? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I could admit as an adult now that I've I've already put the work in and I know
1: that 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 women like me and I like women and, and but I, I was scared. I will say this though. I was there was one moment that uh, at a wrestling show that I found like most like amazing. So it was during intermission, like so, like the break between uh the halftime of mm-hmm. the wrestling show. And, uh, what happened was, is that like, I, uh, like I'm going out, I'm handing out like signed photos and all that. And like, all, I didn't know where like five or six girls start swarming me (laughs) and and I'm just like, and I didn't know what to do. So I went over to a table where my, where my friend was at and I go, what do I do? And he goes, they like you. Hug them. Hug them. (laughs) Yeah. And I like took photos with them and like they, um, and one of them was drunk, and they uh, wrote down their number on my arm. Nice. And the funny <laughs> was I didn't even realize it was happening. I was, signing—I was like, signing a photo on, uh, with one hand while she was writing it down the other. I didn't even feel it. That's how, like— She's like, smooth. I, you definitely should have called her. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's my rule. Don't date fans. Don't date fans. No. It's, it's actually— you, you, you're messing up the groupie love bro
1: i i will say like <laughs> you need some groupie love you deserve it son i know that but like it's, <laughs> it's just professionalism in a way you know just like because yes i get that i'm attractive and all that but i don't know you know me as the wrestler you don't know me as a person that's the only reason why i won't they fan they they want they talk about wrestling more than anything oh all right so you've you've spoken to to you've you've had a situation already probably that like you've... where a fan was flirting with me and all that and like she was mentioning all the matches prior yeah so it was just more of a of a wrestling situation like a wrestling groupie instead of like just like saying like oh like we're just hanging out us. Yeah, yeah yeah okay i respect
0: that i ain't mad at that at all
1: yeah i ain't mad at that okay um but yeah like i didn't have a serious relationship with uh with another with a girl until like last year, and I'm no longer. But you had a serious relationship with a man before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: just asking. What, what's it was there? a female. It was a female. Right, only, it was only
1: females. Right.
0: <laughs> just fucking with you. All
1: right, guys. <laughs> you, um, you got, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I will say though, like I've had weird requests from dudes. You gonna fuck yeah? I know what the weirdest one was. (laughs) Yeah, one asked me, "Do you mind sending me your worn socks? How much you're gonna pay, sir? I I would, I would send, I would send this because
0: I'm not, (laughs) you're not touching me, nigga. I'll send you, I'll send you my underwear if you want, nigga. uh, How how much after work? I've been working uh, all day. How much you willing to pay, dog? (laughs) And I will keep it straight. You should say it's extra for the brown streak. <laughs> it's extra for my brown streak after riding bike for
1: fucking two hours. All right. Just a little extra. Jesus. But, <laughs> but yeah, like I've had like weird fan requests. Yes, that's, and, oh, but it's weird at the same time. It is weird, but like I kind of get used to it. Like like whenever I see those requests, so I just like laugh at it now. <laughs>
0: Now you're gonna get random DMs from me asking for weird things. I know. let see. I'm. Gonna, can, so, someone's gonna ask for a PlayStation. I bet. Like, yeah. Hey, can I use your used PlayStation after you play with it? Or some
1: crazy shit? Can I? <laughs> uh, can you? Uh, can I have your Q-tip after you like put it in your ear? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, man. Somebody would say that.
0: Guaranteed.
1: Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But um. World. Yeah. Like. But yeah, I didn't uh, really focus on relationships. I focused more on wrestling and uh, trying to keep my life in check. Because you also have to keep in mind, like I live, I live with my folks, and uh, I want to be there for them as well. Are your folks old? Uh, they're older than me, yeah. But I want—I mean, they—they they better be older than you yeah, yeah. folks. Yeah, and uh, and I just like like to be there, help out as much as possible. And when I have shows and stuff, like, I I kind of like worry about them sometimes. Because like whenever I have a show in like Whitehall, New York. I would like message them like saying, "Hey, we just got done with the show. How's everything at home?" And uh and like there was no signal in the building the first time. Like, and I didn't know that at the time. The messages would say delivered, and whoa, whoa, whoa. and I'm thinking something's up. So I'd be pacing back and forth. And then when I go outside, the message pops up. Oh, everything's fine. Ah, and you over here like sick? Yeah, I'm over here like like worried to death. Yeah, like, and like you're far as fuck i'm far i'm like five hours away from home yeah and i'm with everybody at wrestling and i had like no way of seeing if they're okay or not and uh like i that's the thing about me i worry too much about my family even though they're grown people and they can uh, handle themselves i'm like i'm like the old soul that acts like the parent but really doesn't you know what i could tell and I, i
0: feel that energy off you you know you're a mature guy and on top of that you know you got your shit together and that's dope and you got you got a plan you got something you really want to do now uh this this uh this wrestling shit yeah where's it going where do you
1: want it to go i wanted i want to be at the top man i'll say that right john now. cena who's, yeah. the, who's the top dog right now isn't it john cena forever uh i think right now top like would have to be like kenny omega because he got number one on the magazine all right you see i i don't watch wrestling so yeah um I, the last time i've ever watched it was john cena because yeah. my son yeah um john cena like john cena's uh going into acting now uh but like i love uh i would love to face some of the top wrestlers today like i've trained with uh diana uh who's like who's the current uh impact knockout uh champion and uh she also has another title i forgot what the title was yeah that i just brain farted on that and tasha steels who is a former uh knockouts tag team Champion. And I gotta say, like, yeah. all right. So the next next level right now, from where you are to now,
0: let's go with that. Where are you gonna go next? What's what? Give me the steps. All right. So you go from here to I don't know, fucking the camp of WWF or WWE. Like, what what is what are the steps to becoming a, a pro wrestler
1: and making good a living off of it, a good living? And so the only, you have to go places. You have to go to different shows. You have to get your name out there. You have to show who you are like i'm the comic book warrior i i showed you what i am like oh
0: yeah we're going to get into the comic book that you gave
1: me yeah and um like i want to show people who i am like once i uh get my degree which is going to be in december i'm going to be going uh all over i'm going to go wherever the road needs to take me i'll do whatever i can just to get myself out there because i want people to know who i am what i'm capable of and why i consider myself a wrestler
0: what do you do in the ring that's fucking makes you special dog you know let's really let's really let's let's dive in real quick so people can understand how real this is i want you to tell people and understand so because if if mcmahon or whatever was to talk to you right now what would you tell that nigga what would you tell him like yo man I have this character, which you have a special character. You know what I'm saying? Comic book warrior. I've never heard of that. Nobody has that. Do you walk into the ring with a comic book and beat the shit out of people with the biggest comic books ever? The Bible of comic books? What do you have? I like that. I just came up with an idea. The Bible of comic books. That's the shit. That's your finishing move. You're going to beat the shit
1: out of niggas with the Bible of comic books. Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. So for me, for those of you that don't know, I grew up a comic book nerd. So what started the whole comic book warrior thing is that no matter how people portray themselves i see them as heroes i read about as a kid and that's like literally right now i could compare you to john storm from the fantastic four that's pretty dope i don't know who that is but that's dope the human torch
0: oh Oh. that's pretty dope man i like that
1: and like oh because like fuck with that you seem laid back you seem chill and that's what i get off of you damn that's ill that you
0: so so you see people, you're like, oh, all right, this person's personality reminds me of this person that I yeah.
1: read about. Oh, that's dope. Like, I love that. And I can tell you right now, Dame, uh, everybody at Team Adams, uh, Ray Jazz, I could see him as a gambit uh, because he gives off that, like, arrogant energy. But you you got to love him to death. And uh, I like gambit, yeah. Yeah, Stephen Stet- uh, Stetson, I see him as Beast because he's a beast. Uh, and... Damian Adams, the head trainer, he's Charles Xavier. He leads. He makes sure that you get, um, you do things the the right way and his way. And I gotta say, that's the best way to do it. That's dope. And for me, I see myself as Wolverine because I'm short,
0: <laughs> tough like a motherfucker. Yeah, you better be tough. If you fucking in wrestling, bro. These slams and these shits, man. How do you fuck? Do you deal with that? Because y'all niggas are slamming each other, for real. These are not, like, all right, y'all yeah, might
1: choreograph it, but the slams... Girl, I don't do that. I don't choreograph. How the fuck? I do it on the fly. How the fuck do you have a match, then? I always thought that... I read body movement. I do whatever um, feels right. Um, I read the person's body, and... You don't am t- I don't understand how the fuck you're going to fucking do a, a body slam on somebody without telling them. I just like to, uh, I just feel them out. And if they, and if whenever I get the chance to tell them, I like whisper in their ear, like a body slam right there. Like I don't like to choreograph, choreograph now. Now are these people are down with what you're doing? Some are, some are, it depends on what level they are. It, if they're brand new, I won't, uh, call it on, uh, call it, I'll plan it with them. But if it's someone who's been doing it for a while and they I, understand the moves, yeah, I know how they work. I've seen their stuff. I will read their body movement. Damn, just the thought of that even, even makes me a little uncomfortable. I did that with the, uh, my head trainer, Damien Adams. Uh, we did a 30 minute match and we didn't not even repeat. Damn. That's dope. That's dope
0: to understand that, that, I I wouldn't even like know where to begin, yeah, <laughs> to be honest. But I'm not a wrestler, I've never wrestled, I don't do that. So
1: it, it is very intense uh, wrestling in that ring. And people think that the ring is soft, it's not soft at all. Does it look like for me? I, I've seen how you guys fall, it just looks like a metal thing that bounces just a little bit, but it's I, still metal. Or I will We're tell just, you, I will tell you what's in that ring. Yeah, what's under that ring is a thin foam sheet, uh, wood, wooden planks a steel frame now the uh the foam sheet is like a little thicker than that it's like right about where my thumb is you still feel at the amount it's about a quarter inch less than a quarter inch less than a quarter inch and you still feel that of course nigga less than a quarter inch jesus and i remember like i took a suplex and i landed on my butt and it literally shocked my entire system bro I always wonder because I
0: hear it, and I I know that they they have the metal steel thing just for the the effect and the sound. that works, and makes it happen. But I'm just like, couldn't you just put a little more padding? Just maybe like a a jujitsu pad, and I I don't even know what the fuck. Not even jujitsu, a wrestling mat, <pause> the, uh, yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> type. You know what I'm saying? Like but, now, now you never you never wrestled in high school. No, you didn't okay. wrestle, uh how'd you acquire i mean apparently you probably acquired the skills that, now your skills as a wrestler mm. do they transfer into real life say you and me get into a fucking fight right now and we're about to fucking get in it i'm strong you're strong and we're gonna bang out i'm gonna punch you i'm gonna be punching you now what do you do i block <laughs> i'm just saying like, uh, like, like where, where where does that transfer into real life like like a wrestler should we be should we look at pro
1: wrestlers and be like, oh, let's be scared. I look at him like, oh, fuck this guy up. Uh, I will say this, like when it comes to physical confrontations, I sound like a, like a police officer right now. When it comes to physical confrontations, <laughs> uh, it, it like really depends because when the guy goes for the punch, you block, you could just duck, uh, give him a cross. And... My uncle, he, um, he taught my cousin how to box, so he taught me some moves. He taught me some combos, and whenever I'm in the gym, I practice that. I practice them a little bit, and I, and some stuff we can, uh, we can use. In, um, to be honest, doing moves outside the ring is not really something you should do. When it comes to a fight, it's a fight. But I'm saying, though, you can fucking power drive somebody real quick in the street, man. Hey, do you want me to hit him with my spear?
0: <laughs> you could definitely spear somebody the street you could definitely spear the spear is gonna work not but you there's more work after that yeah, yeah you spirit now you better start pounding ground power
1: yeah i will say this though um when i did uh when i did my spear for the first time at a show it was probably like one of the most like amazing feelings of my life because like whenever when i hit that spear and got the first one two three and the crowd was going nuts it made like my whole like like Heart stop i was like you didn't expect it i didn't expect a <laughs> to, to like cheer like that it was like it, and since it was my first match ever i made it, it, like to me it felt like a championship one that's like to, to win your uh debut match is like something that like i will never i saw you with the trophy uh yeah that was the kamek cup trophy that i won i came in, i went in number one uh and i went out and i had the most eliminations i believe i had uh like six eliminations and, uh, and when I, I gotta say, that was the second most emotional night of my life. Cause, uh, when I, uh, when I lost Mike, it, he was my head, uh, he was my first trainer. Like I will say that right now. Mike trained me first and he was such a kind hearted soul. He retired from wrestling, but me and him still stayed in contact. And, uh, when he passed, it broke my heart. And, uh, I took a break for, um, like I took a break from everything for a while and i uh went back to wrestling to just get back in the groove and then when the show happened uh they wanted me to open with a speech about him and that just made the emotions rise even higher i would imagine so yeah and then when i went in number one i was uh in there for probably about like 30 40 minutes just like with a whole bunch of guys and just getting shots after shots uh Landing on the canvas, like constant times, it it was like brutal uh for me. that holy fuck, like just a mat, uh, and it was like fifteen guys, uh, like in the ring. It was like a royal rumble. It was like it was like that, yeah. Holy fuck, yo, y'all niggas get y'all fuck each other up, man. Yeah, and oh I, my god, I'll tell you this right now. After that rumble, my whole right side, like my jaw, was bruised. Like the day after, I noticed I was purple here. I believe you, and uh. And like, but when I was like, when I won, I literally was on my hands and knees just crying and I, that's something I don't normally do, but when that bell rang, like it just turned off like that. Emotions will take you where they're going to take you. You can't control that shit. And, uh, and my uh, mom was in Florida at the time and she wanted to be there because she was helping my sister get back into college. And she called, uh, she called me saying he would be proud of you. Mike would be proud of you and uh that just made the emotions worse that's <laughs> of course of course man but yeah like this um moments like that i that are gonna always be a main factor in my life and i keep that trophy like on it on a shelf and i always look at it like before i go to work or anything like that yeah that's what's up now we never got to the final goal what's the goal
0: with the wrestling I want to reach top promotion no matter what. WWE where. is at the top
1: WWE is pretty I, much the, the I will mention cream of the crop I won't mention any promotion I'll uh like any top tier promotion that like where is there another top tier promotion besides the, WWE Just, yeah there is there is there is like, okay I was wondering yeah that's why I was um okay and like like there's different places like there's places in Japan there's places in um Mexico, like places like that. Oh, Mexico. Now Mexican wrestlers. They're a different type of motherfucking monster. uh, Lucha Libre.
0: Yeah. Lucha Libre is a different monster. It's not wrestling. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's Lucha Libre. Yeah. They're not wrestlers. They're Lucha Libre. I incorporate that in the race sometimes. Yo. Matter of fact, Lucha Libre is, 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 they should be, those people down there should get paid a lot of money. Deserve it. You know why? They changed the game. Exactly. They changed the game. Raymond Stead and all the, the flipping. The, everybody does this all of a sudden. The, the neck flip. Hurricane, Hurricane Rana. Huh? Hurricane Rana. What, what, that's the name? That's the name. Of the fucking neck flip. I don't even understand it. The, the nigga goes on top or a chick goes on top and she jumps and then she does this twist and just fucking shit whips you yeah. to hell. Yeah, it's called a Hurricane Rana. Hurricane Rana. Jesus and it should have been a spanish name because the mexicans came up yeah. with that that's how that's how fucked up america is that we still not we because i'm not part of that i don't want to be a part of that um but america steals shit from yeah. other people and acts like they made that shit up i I won't say anything on that you don't yeah. need to you don't need to don't 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 fuck up your career
1: yeah uh, i am uh, a podcaster i can say whatever i want yeah but for me like I want to go places. I want to travel the world, get my name out there. Like I want to go to Canada. I want to go to Japan. I'm yeah. I was
0: going to gonna ask you, are you going to fucking travel to these places? Are you going to go to Mexico? I'm willing to do it.
1: I'm willing. Yeah.
0: You know, well, Mexico's a rough place, man.
1: Yeah. I. To be honest, like you got to pay, Uh, you got to do what you got to do to get yourself out there. And that's some things most uh, people in wrestling don't realize. You got to do what you got to get go do. The work. Out. And go you do, gotta do the work. You got to do the work. You got to be in the gym. You got to, uh, And sometimes you're going to have to make hard choices in life. That's like some of the things you don't realize. Look at John
0: Cena. John Cena, man. The only reason I bring him up, because he's the one I really know to be honest. Um, John Cena was with this beautiful woman. She wanted to marry and wanted to have kids. And he chose his career over her. Mm -hmm. I look at him and I'm like, hey, dumbass. What the fuck? This beautiful woman. And you could have dialed down your career a little bit and still be because he could have still been doing what he does just not at the level he's doing it that neck crack sounded in the mic nice hey shit yeah yeah well you're gonna i'm pretty sure shit cracks all over you bro you're a fucking wrestling <laughs> but yeah fucking yeah man you know he chose and, and i don't fuck with it but if you have something going on that is so important to you yeah that nothing else
1: matters you gotta go for it exactly like that's uh, like you gotta travel, you gotta go places. Do you have a girlfriend now? I do not. No, your career's top.
0: Your girl, your career's your girlfriend right now. You're what you're trying to build. Wrestling is my girlfriend, my wife, my baby mama. Everything. <laughs> I respect it though. I ain't mad at it. I don't look at it in any way as in like, oh, this guy is wasting anything because you know what? You're working on yourself, and you know, um, to me personally, that's the hardest thing to focus on is yourself. Yeah. It really is like, you know, and I'm not talking about being selfish. I'm talking about, um, just trying to better yourself because you know, people that want to better themselves, they, they, they'll, they'll wind up making excuses. Oh, if I do this, it's going to affect this. And it usually is, it's going to affect my relationship or friendship with somebody else. And they don't understand that. No, you can't think like that. You got to think about yourself.
1: Yeah. Like, honestly, like for me, I love, uh, that's what I love the most about challenging myself. Like. I challenge myself to do new things every time I uh, step into that ring. I'm willing to try new things. I won't say no. What's the hardest thing you do uh, in, in in the in the, in the, in the uh, ring? Just asking not to. Uh, like, sh- mainly my issue is like high flying because I want to do. Because there's some moves that I'm not comfortable with. Bro, front flipping and landing on you. It's something that I'm not willing to
0: try on you. Front flip off the third rope. And landing on you
1: is the last thing I want to do, son. Like, there, are uh, like, I will say this. I've Christ. Only, I've only jumped off the top row twice in my career. Twice out of the five years I've been wrestling. Well, if you're going to go to WWE...
0: Even, um, like, yeah, hey, I need. De- I know I need to. Even one. even Stone Cold Steve Austin jumped off the third rope, if I'm not
1: mistaken. Yeah, yeah. and that guy doesn't look like he should be jumping off of anything. Yeah, and I honestly like every time I step into that ring, I'm willing to like try and better myself. Like, and I will say this right now: when the pandemic, uh, when we were in quarantine yeah. for all those months, that really challenged myself. Like, and it made and it made me like uh, depressed because because mm. home is where the heart is. Yeah. And and I the ring was my heart. Like my heart and soul. I loved going out there in front of crowds. I loved uh being there. Like and I will say this right now, like people would message me ask uh telling me I inspired them against uh to fight against bullying. That's some of the things that truly like warmed fight me. against what? Bullying. And that truly warmed my heart because like that shows like I'm inspiring people, I'm helping them get over their fears, I'm helping them get more self confidence. I love it. That's dope. And um, when I start, uh, when like around like month two of the quarantine, how long were we in quarantine for? I was. No, at it feels. It, it literally felt
0: like forever. Yeah, I know. Literally, and and my back was fucked up around that time, so I was double. Du- I was doubling on because yeah. I worked for a place that was working. I would have been mm-hmm. fine a- around that time, but yeah. I would have been working, and it would have been fun for me to be working around the time. To be honest, it so yeah. would have been no traffic,
1: nothing. I'm a tractor trailer operator. Yeah, so it would have been fun. I would have been chilling. But go ahead, man. I'm sorry. And, uh, like, I forgot, like, maybe, like, a quarter of the way through, I looked at myself in the mirror. I had a gut. I had a gut going.
0: Everybody. Bro. I everybody had a, I had, had a Yeah. I had a shelf on my belly, bro. I, I remember I have episodes that I look back on, and I have, I have a literally, you could, I could have just sat in my cup here and just
1: been chilling. I remember. Man. Yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah. But, yeah, and uh, for me, that's what, like, made me realize I got to get myself back in better shape. And I had dumbbells at my house. Uh, I had 45-pound dumbbells. I started curling. I started doing shoulder press. I started doing push-ups with the... Uh, uh, I call them lawnmowers because, you know, like how you're, like, pulling the lawnmower? Yeah. The rows. That's a, yeah, like, rows, rows, yeah. But, like, whenever it's, like, single arm, I call it lawnmower. That's uh, plans, yeah, I, I fuck with it, yeah. And every morning, I everybody would see me doing jump rope for 15 minutes. And I was ripped back then. I was skinnier than what I used to be. And... Uh, that's when i realized i didn't uh have that much food at the time because like everything was shut down
0: it was very hard to like really food shop i remember going food shopping i would have to leave my house 6 30 in the morning yeah. sit in the line at seven took the place opened at seven in the morning mm-hmm. i'd sit there and just wait i'd fucking, i'd actually like smoke a blunt in the, in the parking lot and just wait and this was before we was legal at that time i was just like yo I'm just gonna wait here and shit before everybody you know uh comes and and then now you got to stand in line and you're wearing a mask you're wearing glasses you don't understand now i'm i'm super anti anti uh, all this bullshit i'm done with all this bullshit cuz the, the the facts have come out and they're playing games man y'all niggas is falling into some shit uh i mean you know i don't want to be the whistleblower but i'm not y'all know pay attention pay attention to what's happening man look it up do your research and see who's getting sick and how many people are getting sick and how many people, people are dead. and who's spreading it now. Huh? Who's spreading it now? Hmm? Huh? Y'all vaxxed up, right? Who's spreading it now? Look it up. Pay attention. Wake up. Sorry, man. I, I know that this is your show, but I need people to wake up. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, right, man. If you have a message to
1: say, you can say it.
0: Yeah. Are you vaxxed up, actually? Uh, Let me ask I you. I am sir. I am vaccinated. I'm so sorry, but go ahead. What made you make that decision? Uh, work. It was just work
1: work hmm. and uh, did you believe
0: in it do you understand it do you understand what you put inside yourself i won't i won't say anything. i'm sorry i don't want I,
1: I don't want to deal with you i don't want to fuck with your career yeah i, I, I won't say anything on that yeah. because uh everybody has their own opinion on everything we're all human beings we all have our own opinion we can say whatever we want we can do whatever we want that that's called free will we're allowed to it so if you, if you don't want to get vaccinated, you don't have to get vaccinated. If you want to get vaccinated, you can get vaccinated. I feel that same way. I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. But don't force
0: me to put something in my I've, body that I might not want to.
1: I won't go into the whole vaccine. Yeah, do not do they, it. Don't
0: do it. Don't do it. Um, I'm saying me. It's me Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh. How we get into that? Nah, I, I, I did. I, <laughs> went, I went. I went. I went. I, I haven't podcasted in a while, and um, I I might have to do a solo podcast on this, but yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to involve anybody into my feelings and my wh- way I feel. So that's why I'm like, I said what I said, and I don't want you it,
1: to. Um, you don't need to say more. I won't. I won't. So I won't don't won't. even trip. Uh, but like back to my whole career. Uh, and that and when I um was in the uh pandemic, I changed up my whole lifestyle. I uh started eating egg whites instead of whole eggs i i used to eat a whole uh eight whole eggs in the morning eight whole eggs with a bowl of oatmeal jesus man that's bodybuilder shit Uh, yeah yeah. Yeah, Uh, bodybuilder
0: bodybuilders eat that
1: and uh because that's not delicious it's not a it's not a delicious meal it really isn't no it's not and with black coffee too like that just to like wash it all down so aggressive (laughs) why don't you do the black coffee
0: i like set up to start off your to start off the day yeah yeah your kick off
1: your pre-workout uh yeah basically, that, that's pretty much where i can see yeah from there and and i kind of like grew into i grew into liking it and my grandma loves black I, coffee too I, I i i am a black coffee drinker myself too so i understand i'm not sure that yeah,
0: yeah i am not mad at black coffee i can i can have a black coffee no problem. And and not complain about it, not worry about sugar, just drink it. I, as a matter of fact, for a long time, I used to just bring black coffee to work. Yeah. As a truck driver, when I was driving uh, for a company that was so hard to work for, and it, it made such good money, but it was just a lot of work so hard. And I was black coffee in it, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? But besides uh, anything, all right, you already, you already broke down how you got into it, yeah. why you got into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you have anything you want to tell the fans? Because I know you're going to have fans that are going to watch this. Any type of love. Because, you know, I know you, you know, we we, we don't have a lot of time. So we shouldn't. I I don't want to fucking. I don't
1: want to hold you too long. No, it's all right, man. But I do want you to talk to your people. Uh, I will say this. I am grateful for the appreciation uh, that every single person that, like, I've seen at a show or met at a show that came up to me pre-pandemic i'll say this pre-pandemic that would give me hugs during intermission uh just to like talk to me or because during intermission i didn't like see fans as like strangers i saw them as like friends i would talk to them i'd have like insightful conversations with them like while i'm signing photos they'd be staying on the side having a conversation with me how dope is that though that that is like one of the best feelings ever fuck oh, yeah i love that and and no, what, i don't have fans, but and, say, I, that's, and that's... I was recognized once at a yeah. comic shop i forgot what co- it, I always get some, I, something always happens at a comic shop with me. I think it's just like myself. I'm like a magnet. You're the girl. comic book warrior. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like right there. Yeah. And oh, before, before we
0: go, before we get into that, yeah, yeah. please just explain this beautiful comic book you gave to me. Cause I'm going to fuck with it.
1: Yeah. What is this? This is the start of a new age. I will say that right now. This is the shot at gold comic book. This was like when I first came back uh, out of quarantine. And I was a huge, um, I wanted to do something for people that couldn't come to the show or don't have, uh, like access to like watching the match itself. So what I did was, is I took screenshots of the video and I had a custom cover done. And I decided to like make my fight into comic books. And literally in that comic book, you'll see what was going through my head. There's like little word boxes. that will tell you what's going on in my head during that match. And I based this comic book cover off of Maximum Carnage. I don't know if you know that comic book or not. I do not. So, in this uh, Maximum Carnage, there were three characters. Uh, Is that like the red looking Venom type guy? Yeah. uh, yeah, uh, Spider Man, Venom, and Carnage. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. And I placed them everywhere. Uh, Like, there's uh, Spider Man, uh, Spider Man, me right there. Uh, Carnage, Johnny Chill, Venom, Tim Theory jumping out, jumping out at me. And I wanted to do something. That nobody would ever see, and for me, uh, I wanted to keep doing this for major like matches. Like I'm doing one, I'm gonna release next week. It's called The Warrior versus the Star. It was one of, uh, it was me and Ray Kalitra going at it for the title, uh, for the light heavyweight championship. And then I'm gonna do, I, I don't know why I'm even doing this, but I'm gonna make the series, uh, the uh, the little story between me and Justin into Justin. Uh, uh, Man, it's like that. It is, uh, it is. I can't wait to see you guys fight. Uh, And I will say this right now. Like, I'm going to call it the devil you know. Because, like, right now, Justin's the devil that I want to get rid of. And are you ever going to have a match? Vaughn, I'm talking to you. Set it up. Set it up. Vicky Vaughn. I'm going to call you Icky Vicky. If you keep it up right now. If you keep dissing me. Vicky Vaughn. Icky Vicky. So, you know you so,
0: need to set that shit up boy i need to be there for that you when it's
1: happening you need to let me know hey i'm, I'm coming hey i'm gonna make it i'm at cardiac arrest i don't care if i have to hold the show hostage if you want to come october 31st Ken, uh kennelworth new jersey that's where it's gonna be that's what's up i would like to see that i'd like to take a ride i might i might not might i will bring the family i think is that is that a family it's a family it's a family event like yeah. uh even if it was like a hardcore people still bring their kids somehow uh yeah <laughs> it might be bloody but the kids. i don't i just don't want my daughters witnessing bloody shit but i yeah, want yeah, my yeah. daughters which see some dope body slamming exactly and some dope high fly action yeah why not but um yeah so like if you um i'm gonna be there no, uh no matter what no matter who i face because here's like vicky, why I, vicky. No make ma- it happen people want to see this i'm a man of my word so i'm gonna be a cardiac arrest yeah i'm a man of my word i do whatever it takes and if i if i have to fight somebody i'll fight somebody but i pray that it's justin adams because i want to get my hands on him because he's a because he's he's like an eel that's what he is an eel electric no he's just slimy he's just like slither. my bad not an eel a snake yeah i think snake probably would feel because eels are pretty dope
0: they electric. I don't even know how they make electricity. Yeah, they, but snakes, politics, they do the electric slide. Too. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just don't like snakes, man. But I don't want nothing to do with snakes ever. And I could dig it. Yeah. And like, and
1: uh,
0: I just don't want to, let's not. Yeah. You know, I could tell that, that just talking about him really makes you feel some type of way, man. And shit. Nah, but I appreciate that, man. And one more time, you was in the middle of, of letting people know. Your last message before we get up out of here. Let people know. Let people know where to follow you. Let people know
1: how, how to support you. You deserve it. Hey, um, if you guys really want to support me, you could DM me. If you want to get a uh, your own comic book, DM me. I'll, t- I'll give you the pricing for shipping and everything. And if you want your own t-shirt, go to prowrestlingtees.com. Uh, search up Comic Book Warrior. And you'll find my lovely comic book version face uh click it and you'll see all the shirts available oh you have so you have a couple shirts i have a couple shirts it's one uh one where me is like if i was in a comic book done by my lovely sister g daddy designs
0: oh so you have a sister that makes because i'm actually looking you know i'm sorry to cut you off of trying right. to do that i'm looking for somebody for my show i spoke to somebody that in shit but i i need to pick somebody i want somebody to be able to draw some dope shit like this
1: the artist that did that the artist that did that his name is sean vrabel i'm gonna give credit where it's due sean vrabel is an amazing artist he could do amazing artwork like that and if anybody if anybody needs good art hit up sean because he is honestly the best and as much as everybody uh everybody thinks i did did did. a great job he did he did an amazing job it looks like you it looks like me. It looks like all everybody that I faced in that uh in that event. Look at your eyebrows. Look at the the, the, the hairline. Don't and, talk about and, my hairline. Don't talk about my hairline. Nah, <laughs> it, it, don't be
0: afraid. I have no hairline. I'm bald, so it's okay. Um, it's perfect. Yeah.
1: And he really, really captured who you are. Yeah, in and this shit. and I love the fact that like he still drew the mask because in that event I wrestled with a mask on, and That's so fire. And that was like one of the worst mistakes I made. Uh,
0: because I couldn't breathe. I would imagine so the mask is uh is a thing I don't fuck with, but moving on from that, yeah, but yeah, man,
1: um so yeah, that's the last of what you want to tell people. Yeah. oh, you're not done, go ahead done. Have more. if you want to see me, Russell, you can come see me at cardiac arrest in Kenilworth Oh, I some technical out of control uh- uh in Kenilworth, New Jersey, you could see me on November sixth in Morganville for e c w a if you want to see me in Queens New York for Nov uh November thirteenth I will be there wrestling there for New Evolution Wrestling, and on November twentieth, I will be back in uh, for Spartan Championship Wrestling in Roselle. Bow, and yo, it is what it is.
0: Now, um, Instagram follow. Go ahead. What is it? My Instagram is Gabe M. Baez. Gabe M. Bias. I will um I will have it in the link in the bio, um, and I will have it in the Instagram tag, so you can follow him and um understand what he's about man yo bro you're a dope cat been dope uh you've been brolic since high school (laughs) that's pretty dope
1: (laughs) i I surprised just remember me like i never met him in high school. like while i was in high school he just like somehow saw me yeah like and the fact that you remember that like nah it's because i walked by you and i was and then one day i was like oh that was the
0: brolic kid i used to see you standing there and shit, uh, uh, let, me be resp- let me be real. The brolic nerd, I used to see just standing there. I called you nerd because I felt that you didn't hang out with people, not because of anything else. Because nerd is actually a compliment, to yeah. be honest. Um, and shit, to be honest, if you're a nerd, you, you, you should take it as a compliment because you're smart. And shit, it's not, it's... Not a derogatory remark, like everybody thinks it is. but yeah, either way, I always looked at, you and I was like, all right, this kid doesn't fuck with anybody, but he's more bollock than everybody. That's what it was and shit. And I could tell he doesn't play any sports cause there'd be somebody spending that him with a football Jersey and shit like going to school. Like I get like Friday pep rally and you're
1: not a part of none of that. I, I was like, whenever there was a pep rally or whatever, I would try and like hide from those. Pizzle. You know what? I would leave. I would, just, I, I would climb out the back. <laughs> I would, I would just leave.
0: I listen. The, man. I wasn't a part of like the security thing. guards. At yes, they <laughs> were. They were there, but I always had a place that I knew how to climb out. And I remember that one day I was, I came to school in like dress shoes. I would, I would, you know, sometimes I would dress nice. I'm Dominican. Yeah. So I get fresh. And sometimes I would get, like, I would dress, like, in some, like, sabatitos and some, like, nice slacks and a shirt and a sweater. And then one day there was a prep rally, a surprise prep rally. And I was, oh, it's my time to go. I had to climb this fence. I remember climbing in in sabatitos just because I had to leave. I wanted to leave and shit. But I didn't want I, to, I didn't want to, <laughs> I just want to be there for that. I didn't give a fuck about the football team winning or losing i didn't give a fuck about the cheerleaders they weren't giving me any pussy at that time they weren't doing nothing for me so i didn't care about none of that shit i just wanted to leave i wanted to leave and i that, tell you that high school, i was a pothead also so i was like yeah hey, i got weed i'm gonna leave i can go do whatever i want to do that's what happens when you're a fucking guy that, that does your own thing as you were you were your own character you fucking walked um to a drum of your own beat you walked to a drum of your own beat and i respect that that thing. that's all. That saying is saying that I I I am I understand that I understand being different than other people, and 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 fuck everybody else. It's just about living your life, and it's not saying fuck everybody else. Like yeah, like oh, I want to kill her. It's just more hey, man,
1: oh you like honestly you? like hate? like That's what I don't like nowadays. Like haters now, like they can say whatever they want, but like uh like. People that uh, do MMA or anything like that, they'll say like, "Oh, uh, pro wrestling is a mental illness" or anything like that, and like that. Just like I, I, I just pay no mind to that because, like, in my opinion, that's just, like I- uh, idiotic, and I, and I, I don't like. Uh, that's foul. Don't say that because it, just because it's not what you're doing, it doesn't mean that it's yeah. wrong. But um, anyway, man, thank you for having me on this. This is like one of the most awesome things to do. I, like I'm, and we we don't live far from each other. It took us this long to do this yeah and i'm honestly this is like one of the best things i've done good you have a platform here if you ever want to come back
0: on if you ever want to bring a homie on if you ever want to bring a a, a a lady wrestler on um i'm more i'm you can hit me up you you have a platform Thank all you. right just know that and you could come on here and not talk about wrestling uh and when you're 21 finally you come on here and uh 2022 yeah, 2022. yeah come here and, and have some drinks with me and we can see the real nah i'm just kidding. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or we could just hang on and just talk some shit and just be having fun have a fun time uh this show's going to another place I'm about to um you know I'm about to buy a TV and I want to start watching things while I'm talking to people alright so you know what I'm saying but I have to figure out how to do that I don't know how to do that yet I have to educate myself and I will be doing that so that's okay. that will be coming but that would be fun to have with you and we can do like almost a ridiculousness about wrestling and we can just watch it and be like hey would you do that and you tell me yes or no type shit uh probably most of them will be no because I
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and trust me I'll be showing you shit that you're going to say no to it and shit man but yo Gabe man um, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to come sit with me man yo you're the man dog Thank and you, man. Uh, keep killing man don't stop this this is your dream man hey I'm only getting started dude bow you just started it's facts man but at the end of the day man you're the man you killed shit and I appreciate you man 100% bro yo this whiskey no chasing man see ya stop, stop tap, top of tap, This episode was produced by Appaloosa Media. You can find us at Appaloosomedia.com.